II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. Welcome to episode 133 of Channel Massive. Your hosts in this episode are Mark, Eric, oh yeah, and I'm Noah. This is our pre-E3, most anticipated games ever episode. That's right. We're all going. We're all yeah. All three of us are going to be on site in Los Angeles, playing games for your pleasure. Doing yeah. things for your whims. Only for you. <laughs> Although we've asked for no input whatsoever. It's all for you, <laughs> listeners. It's all for you. We're feeling it. <laughs> and in, in anticipation of that, we're going to do a, a condensed show, because who knows what or how much we'll record next week while we're on site, or what we'll say the week afterwards. But we can tell you what we're looking forward to. And this is probably one of the best times for an E3 event, because right now, the stuff that we're looking forward to, all of it can do no wrong. Right. We're excited about these games, and then when we finally see them, we will be rudely awakened. We'll come back all jaded. <laughs> that game was cool. You didn't get to play it or anything, but trust us, it sucks. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Just give us your money. I don't think that Bioware MMO is going to work at all. <laughs> I just don't think they put enough time into it. <laughs> yeah. How many books are going to be in it? Not enough. Yeah. So the way listeners were going to do this is we're approaching this kind of like we each have a hand of cards for each of these different genres. It's like Magic the Gathering. Yeah. And so we're going to skip through, we're going to go through the genres by genre and talk about which games we're looking forward to playing. Now we're assuming these games are going to be shown and playable, but we may not get to play all of them and that will make us sad. (laughs) But we'll at least go there with the intention of checking these out. Yep. And if you have any games that you think we should listen to or that we should play that we didn't list, let us know and we can do we can go check those out for it's you. It's not too late. Yeah, that's right. Send it to mail M A I L at channelmassive.com or you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Mm-hmm. We look forward to hearing from you. But let's get rolling. sucks. So, what's our first category we should go over? I think the first category we should go over, hands down, is MMO. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I've actually got five games <laughs> that I'm looking forward to seeing. And I'm sure there's overlap 
between us. I'm not sure we'll get, we'll get to play all these, but the ones I'm looking forward to are APB, Star Wars The Old Republic, Warhammer 40k, Final Fantasy 14, and Battlestar Galactica Online. The web. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Mark? What are yours? Um, I I kind of got... I mean, honestly, the ones I'm really super excited about are Warhammer 40K. Um, I think I think that's going to be pretty interesting just to see where they're taking it because I really was surprised at how much I like the Warhammer 40K RTS games. So it could be really cool, especially if it's done way differently than Warhammer. Um, and then, of course, Star Wars The Old Republic. I mean, I'd be just... Oh, gosh. If I wasn't... Yeah, you know, excited about that. I have a whole slew of of the ones I'm planning on seeing, but those are the two I'm I'm most excited about. I'd have to agree with you. I think those have the most potential and the most interest for me as well. Yeah, Eric, how about you? Well, I've um I've tentatively on here for now. APB. Uh, the more I see of the of the MMO, kind of like the less I want to play. Um, because I love open world, I love exploration and everything, and it seems like it's kind of like a GTA sandboxy kind of thing. Um, hands down, Star Wars The Old Republic is, is mine too. I, I need to see that. Because uh, I think everything else till then is, is just a placeholder until I can get my hands on Star Wars. Um, we have hopefully some dev interviews set up for Nexon's uh, Dragon Nest and Vindictus. And I want to see those because I want to see this this whole you know action MMO yeah yeah I'm thing curious that's about coming those. up you know um, rifts of uh, it's rifts planes of Talara I'm, I'm interested in that just because the videos and the screenshots the art design is is really nice in it and I, and I want to see what the combat's like uh, see what's about you know what's going on with that right and and then Warhammer 40k yeah I. I want to see what they're actually doing with it. You know, I heard about it. I'm more. I was more excited about the 40k MMO than the original Warhammer stuff. Um, I, I really hope they just don't make it PvP exclusive. Yeah. And to talk about the other games I mentioned that <laughs> I didn't have quite as much zeal for, and, and I'm surprised that it's it's a bit skeptical, but I, I would love to be surprised. Battlestar Galactica, I just, I really love that show so much. I'd like to just see a good game made off the franchise. It's got so much potential. It's got all the right ingredients, and yet all of these subpar games are being developed for it, and it's really disappointing. Well, I don't know if you remember, but in Channel Massive Episode 1, I was, like, talking about um, Battlestar Galactica, the MMO that they were going to make, and it never came to fruition. Yeah. It's kind of sad, you know. But maybe this online web game will be interesting. So, mm-hmm. The other surprising one for me is Final Fantasy fourteen. I avoided Final Fantasy eleven, like the plague. But when we went and checked it out a few months ago, Ter and Eric and I at least checked it out virtually on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> There's just some really cool mechanics talked about as far as the gameplay and how it worked out, and it j- actually made me interested in the game, which is <laughs> surprising. For our next genre... Mark has picked a soul strategy game that he's looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am a big fan of the Civilization series. 
Um, and so they're going to have um, Sid Meier's Civilization Five there, and I have, you know, I've had every single Civilization ever, and also Alpha Centauri. So um, is that turn-based? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never yeah. played a turn-based. Yeah, it's turn-based, and and it, and the more you get into it, the longer the turns take. Like when you first start playing. You know, and you're like, you know, zero AD or zero, you know, something like 2000 BC or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the turns go incredibly fast, and you progress through time, and then towards the mid game, it starts to slow down, and then by the, you know, the last, you know, 25 percent of it, it just seems to crawl because you're doing so much per turn. You just have so many things to be doing. You're building stuff. You're managing stuff. So, anyway, I'm really excited to see what um, they've added in five. Mm-hmm. So. That's the sole strategy game. Yeah, Civ games always scare me because they, you look at them and you know it's generally the same game all the way through. But that doesn't matter because if I played Civ one right now, I'd be addicted for a week. Like there's, I would just sit there and just evolve my city. Like, yeah, they are know. strangely addictive. And continuing the trend of. Uh, a genre being represented by a single game in the fighting genre I'm really I cannot wait to try Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because I have such fond memories going back to when I was in college and yeah pretty much college (laughs) (laughs) and playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 at the arcades and playing it in movie theater arcades and then playing on Dreamcast it's just and then more recently playing on Xbox Live. Oh, yeah. It's just one of the best fighting games ever. And Tatsunoku versus Capcom is exactly in that same mold, but half of the roster is pretty much unrecognizable to me in that case, whereas right. with Marvel versus Capcom 2, or I'm sorry, 3, there's going to be tons of characters, and I don't know if you've seen screenshots, but it's got this really... The art style is so cool in that the Marvel characters looked like they were drawn by Capcom artists, Oh. And the Capcom characters look like they've been drawn by Marvel artists. So, like, Chris from Resident Evil looks like a Marvel character. And then you'll see, well, Wolverine's pretty iconic. Hulk is a good example. The Hulk, uh, the way they drew the Hulk, looks like it was drawn by Capcom artists. It's, it's really strange. And then tying it all together, the graphics presentation, it looks most... I think closer than they've ever been able to do, but it looks like a comic book come to life. It's very comic book looking, and it's all in 3D. Mm-hmm. Which whereas is way the, cool. Yeah, and the previous ones are all sprite-based, except for Tatsunoko, of course. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, this looks so neat! I can't wait! And it's supposed to have a zany sound- soundtrack, which, if you're a no, true believer cool. fan, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 had a, a, a strange, upbeat jazz soundtrack, of all things. Yeah. <laughs> so, such a mismatch, but it just worked because it you had to get used to it to play the game, and yeah. then you just grew to like it. <laughs> uh, Stockholm syndrome esque. <laughs> yeah. I really hope. Um, I really hope. I've heard the things that they added with Deadpool. Uh, you know, he's the kind of Marvel character that breaks the fourth wall all the time. And right. in the game, he'll actually take his his hit point meter and whack the character over the head with it. So, and he's like very self aware <laughs> that he's in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> So I hope they they take those characters that have that distinct personality but on both sides and kind of infuse that in because I'm going to love it even more if they do that kind of stuff with it. That's too cool. The next genre we're going to touch on, and you guys, I don't know, this is a PC game, so some of you may disagree on the genre classification, but we're going to call it a platformer for now. Portal 2. 
is something that I think se- several of us are looking forward to. I know. Oh yeah, I love I love Portal. Mm-hmm. And that was like a mini game that was just thrown in to the orange box. It'll be really yeah. exciting to see just how big of a game it is when they make a full-fledged sequel that's just for that game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, there's so much they could do with that story, you know, or that the setting they kind of came up with. In the, and if they can maintain all the twistedness of it, you know, the just the, that totally dry sense of humor. And Yeah. I mean, it's just, it'd be just awesome. So I have high hopes for it. And I think all of us, you know, there are plenty of hits, hints in Portal 1 that it's, you know, in the same world, it might be going on at the same time as Half-Life. Right. So any, anything like that, Portal 2 is pretty much another piece of Half-Life for me. You know, Gotta so I'm have. like, yes, anything that holds me over till 3. It's like Blue Shift, even yeah. though it's not necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to play it. <laughs> And uh, another platformer I'm excited for is it's on uh, I think it's a WiiWare title. It's Lost in Shadow. Oh, that looks so freaking cool! Yes, uh, you are a shadow, and you have to go through all of these weird puzzles and and I think I think it's like making shadow, you know. And in if if you can create a shadow, that's an object. So it's all of these things playing with it, and uh, it just reminds me of you know I think it's Plato. There's a philosopher who talks about shadows being real and all this craziness. It just, it's got potential. I really need to try it out and see what it's like. To explain the concept, listeners, if you're unfamiliar, if you're not following the WiiWare scene, and correct me if I'm wrong about this, Eric, but basically imagine a a 3D platforming level, side-scrolling, but it's its 3D graphics, and then, but there's no characters on it. But so, like, imagine a Super Mario Brothers one level. And imagine all those platforms that you can jump onto casting a shadow onto the ground from like an isometric perspective. Your character can be seen only as a shadow on the shadow of those platforms. Oh, wow. So you have to manipulate the real-world objects, the real-world platforms, and change how their shadows are cast so that you can move your shadow character along. Wow. It's really trippy. That's awesome. Yeah. Next genre, there's a lot of games here for... Mark and Eric, so let's go jump right into it. Traditional RPG. Cool. Mark, what are your big highlights? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm most excited about um, Warhammer 40k Space Marine. Definitely it looks good. Fallout New Vegas. I'd be, would be another failure as a gamer to not be excited about that. And Jason would shame you. Yeah, he'd be like, "What the who? Did you play Fallout 3? Yeah, yeah, and um, somehow I have it for both the Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> so good to buy it twice. Yeah, played it very little, but I love it. Um, of course, I played through both Fallout's one and two. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> and this one's being made more by the original folks. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. Divinity Two: Ego Draconis and Divinity Two: Flames of Vengeance. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing with that. I was. I was so pleasantly surprised by Divine Divinity, so it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the graphics look totally different, and it all looks way cool. Um, and then finally, Dungeon Siege 3. I've played like all the Dungeon Sieges and put countless hours into them, and so I, the biggest problem with Dungeon Siege 2 was when it came out, its graphics were already dated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they've done with Dungeon Siege 3, you know, and see how it... Well, it's weird because Gas Powered Games isn't making it. 
It's yeah, Obsidian, and Square is publishing it, which is just the strangest It's totally thing. odd. Yeah. But Obsidian, you know, they, they have a pretty good track record. They do. So. And they're working with the Chris Taylor. Yeah. Should be sweet. And then I'm really curious, too, about Deus Ex Human Revolution, even though I never finished the, the original game, you know. It looks so Blade Runner-y, cyberpunk-y. And that's beautiful. I want that so bad. Ugh. So those are, I mean, I have a whole list of them, but those are the ones that I'm most excited about. So, What about you, Eric? Well, um, I, I just noticed right now that I, I've kind of shift, shifted over the years from Japanese RPGs, and I'm, I'm moving into kind of like U.S., you know, Western, Western, Western RPGs, you know? Um, Western RPGs. Yeah, so, and, and it's because of, you know, things like Mass Effect, and stuff spoiling me and Dragon Age and stuff like that. So I'm excited for Pirates of the Caribbean, Armada of the Damned. Yeah, that has a lot of potential. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, so it seems like they're doing it right. I mean, even if you just take the basic mechanics of Mass Effect, you know, it's got it's got that morality system to it, and it's got all of those things going on. So I mean, I, I hope for it, and I don't do want to be a pirate, and I want that like supernatural bad guy kind of like. You know, having that, you you can customize your ship. You can go into ship battles and do all this stuff. I, I want to get my hands on that. Um, Fable three, I have not even beat Fable two. I just got a 360. Just got that game. I, I want to beat it though, because Fable one made such a big impression. You know, for even with its shortcomings, it excited me. Uh, Warhammer 40k seems like another one of those Western, you know, RPGs. Um, Deus Ex Machina. I mean, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Sorry. Um, really excites me too because I played the first two I, I've been wanting that for a very long time and the uh, c- uh, cinematic for it that trailer is amazing um, and then lastly something that just it's a it's a it's gonna be on XBLA it's um, Square Enix is publishing it. it's Necro Machina which uh, you watch it and it's four it's like a four up to four player kind of castle crashers mixed with Strider Okay. Oh, wow. If you ever played that, and I was watching it, and I was like, "This is like four-player Strider. What the heck's going on here?" And I looked up the information from the press release, and it's made by the creator of Strider. Oh, got it. So you level up, you get a bunch of skills. There are four people with four different colors, just like Castle Crashers, and you go around blowing stuff up. It's crazy looking. I'll have to check that out too. I love that kind of setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have fond memories of Gauntlet. Yeah, Gauntlet sixty four, Gauntlet Legends. It kind of reminds me too of like playing Diablo two, you know, co op with somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I tell you what, I'm checking out the Necromachina, Necromachina trailer right now, and it's beautiful. It's a really beautiful game. Yeah, side scrolling Strider with four people. That's mm-hmm. check that out. sticking to walls and all that stuff. Oh. I'm just gonna follow you around, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. FPS, I'd like to mention. Boom, headshot! Oh, sorry. Just, just <laughs> slips out time to time. And it's not, the, it's not a marquee FPS because it's for Wii, but I'm really intrigued to see if I vol- how much High Voltage Software has learned from their mistakes yes. and made a really solid sequel with Conduit 2 because the first Conduit had so much potential and a lot of neat items, uh, neat traits to it, but it was really repetitive and kind of primitive and oh, yeah. the online's broken. It's just overwhelmed by hackers on Wii, no less. Uh, hackers, we call them. 
Uh, we I actually tried playing with Evan and Tidman from Dojo Shogo uh, about a month ago, and there was it took us forever to match to a game because there was only four other people playing. Period. Wow. wow. And they were all yeah. hackers, and they were just shooting us with 500 rocket launchers. I'm sure they must have been delighted to finally see somebody new showing up, but they were just hacking. Wow. So oh. I was like, what's the point? So then we all quit. We played Mario Kart. Wow. <laughs> Good old so, Mario Kart. Yeah, Congo a, would, I'm super excited about that, too. The, yeah, there's just potential if they could have some better boss battles, and it's got this cool X-Files type storyline to it. Mm-hmm. It, be, it could be really sweet. Well, I mean, you could see the care they put into the first game with the, um, uh, you know, the weapon reloads and everything like that. It was a yeah. to watch all of that stuff, and then you got into the game and you realized that they just didn't they didn't do enough research on FPS. Like it's come a long way. So things like if someone throws a grenade at you, you want to be able to either sprint away from it or at least throw it back. But in that game, if someone threw a grenade, you're dead. Can't do anything about it. You can kind of turn around. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the the multiplayer stuff, we know that there can be good multiplayer on the Wii. Um, oh, online, yeah. Online stuff. You know, Tatsunoku vs. Capcom is fantastic. And Monster Hunter, whether you like that game or not, it has the most amazing, you know, Wii code bypassing multiplayer that I've seen. And they're supporting it. They're adding, like, online stuff. So hopefully they love us enough to fix that. The next genre we'll get into is the rhythm and music genre. There are going to be some big titles showing up there. Mark, which one are you looking forward to? Well, so there's there's two under rhythm that are interesting to me. Um, I just got to kind of see what Rock Band 3 is like. Um, having, you know, I own Rock Band. I own Rock Band 2. I bought a bunch of DLC for it. I go to parties all the time where we play. By the way, there's one um, when we get back on Friday, if you want to go. Yeah, I saw that. I'm not sure if I can make it or not. I tend to at least that I couldn't, but you I do miss you got the rock band parties. Anyway, there's one of those. Um, but So Rock Band 3 is going to be there, so it'll be interesting to see that. But the one that I'm really so interested in, because I've called for this for years, since Rock Band, well, since Guitar Hero came out, I've called for this, is Power Gig Rise of the Six String. It's, I don't know if you guys have seen the video for it, but it's basically you get this guitar. The controller for it must actually cost more than $100 um, easily because it's an actual guitar. It's an actual electric guitar. And when you play the game, you're not... Even though it has, like, the little color code thing on it, that's... that's It's very complicated. There's I think there's, like, 12 of them, 12 colors or something like that. Each string is different. You actually use a pick. You actually are playing. It's going to teach you how to play songs as you play the game. So it's like Guitar Hero wow. on steroids. And in the video, it's so funny because they're playing it. You know, it's like a, a group of people are playing along... And then the guy takes takes it unplugged. It's got like a three. It's the 360 controller. He like turns off the 360 by pressing the, the button, the X button or whatever. And he he takes it over and plugs the guitar into an amp and starts like wailing on it. Oh, that's cool. So it's like it is. It's something I just really, really want to try out and and see what it's all about because you could just imagine if somebody took that and then made a bass like that, and then made a drum set that's actually got all the different pieces, and we actually had to really learn how to play the drums, although it's pretty close with Rock Band 2, I would say. Um, if you took that, and then, I don't know, you know, the vocals we've got all sorted out already, thanks to, like, the Beatles Rock Band, right? But then you maybe had a keyboard or something like that. It would be 
intense. It'd be like. But Rock Band Three is supposed to have some kind of keyboard peripheral. Yeah, a guitar or something. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I know. I hope it's like the Devo thing. You know, yeah. the um, the Roland thing or whatever. Totally. Or whatever that. But anyway, it looks really cool. So I'm I'm very excited about that. That's the one where I'll. You know, if Eric, if I'm done following Eric around like a puppy, I'll just like <laughs> throw him to the curb and go check that shit out for like two hours and be really annoying to everyone and try to you know, <laughs> steal the equipment. <laughs> so. That's so neat. I remember Mark, you tracking that maybe two years ago a video of somebody trying to make a Guitar Hero game with a real guitar. It's cool to hear there's one yeah. actually out there finally. And I can't remember if that was the name of the project or if it was something else, but because that that controller that they were working on was supposed to be like generic so it would work with Rock Band or with Guitar Hero and it was you know obviously it wasn't going to track exactly the same way but you could use a real guitar pick and stuff but that was due out like last summer and it never materialized so it's too bad this though could be the real deal so Rock Band 3 is supposed to be revolutionary for some reason or another. I don't know what they could possibly do. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. My hope would be that they try to make that leap as well. Yeah. Of integrating real instruments. That'd be so cool. For me, listeners, this may not surprise you, but I'm also really looking forward to DJ Hero 2. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I loved DJ Hero 1, and it sounds like they've addressed some of the issues that the first game had. And with as much as I love the first one, if they can build on top of that, I'm sure I'll like the second one. Yeah, I was talking to a real DJ about that game, and, and he's already, you know, he's more into the do-it-all with lap, a laptop, like an iMac, or a, a Mac, power, you know, PowerBook or whatever, yeah. Pro. But, like, still, he was just, like, fascinated by all the different controls and everything that was there, you know, so it's kind of neat. It's a nifty little peripheral, and it's yeah. now finally affordable. It's only 80 bucks now. Yeah. Down from being 130 it yeah. should have launched at 80 bucks to begin with. It should with. have. That was dumb. They and really shot themselves in the foot. And that's why I'm most excited about seeing DJ Hero 2. Not really to even see that game, just to know when I get back home, the other one's going to start going even further down in price. No doubt. And we're going to yeah. be able to grab it. That's totally. right. You can do your mashups. The next big genre we're going to get into is actually action and adventure, which... All sorts of games could be put in here. I think we've got a, some pretty big lists. For me, I finally have some a, a little bit more Nintendo representation. Really excited about seeing Metroid Other M and the new Legend of Zelda for Wii because it's supposed to really truly integrate true swordplay. Oh, cool. That's the rumor, at least, using Motion Plus, which could be pretty sweet. And Metroid Other M actually switches back and forth between 2D and first person. Oh, wow. And it's just trippy but you you only use the remote you didn't even use the nunchuck oh wow so you play with just the remote which is has d-pad and two buttons on it and then when you want to shoot a missile or place a mine you point the remote at the screen and then it flips to first person mode and you can't run around but then you can shoot precisely it's it's really strange i just have to try it i really want to see the god of war take on castlevania because i've wanted a good castlevania 3d castlevania for a long time so i haven't gotten it and this is my. This is not confirmed, and it may not be showing up. But because Ice Frog said that we would be hearing something soon, I really want to see Valve's take on Defense of the Ancients. Yeah. Oh man, that'll be interesting. I, I really want to see what League of Legends and Heroes of New Earth and the original Defense of the Ancients. What is going to put them to bed? Because I bet it's going to come from Valve. I somehow don't feel like League of Legends will be impacted. You don't think so? You think no. it is immortal? 
Yeah, I think it's it's achieved a new a new level. I love that game. I don't want to give it up. Yeah. And it, but if all things were equal, if Valve's DOTA was it played exactly the same, was just as well done as League of Legends, but Valve's game actually had good art design <laughs> and good music. Oh, you're so hard I would on totally the game. Play yeah. <laughs> so hard on the game about that, man. I am. I still hate the art style. Uh, well, you know, you got two. You got yeah, especially Tristana. <laughs> you, you got two paths you can go down, right? And I really hope they just they follow League of Legends and learn from whatever they can to make it a better version. But if they go down that other way, that super hardcore uh, way, there's a nerd. They can keep it. Yep. Yeah. They can go. I will be. I'm. T- I'm totally happy with League of Legends. It, it's. It's kind of like how we were when we knew. Marvel Universe and DC Universe were coming out, and we were still playing City of Heroes. Right. And it's like, what are we going to do when these super-powered, licensed versions of this game comes out? What are we going to play? Right. And I think back then we said we'd still play City of Heroes. And we didn't. But we definitely wanted to play the Marvel game. Yeah. Marvel game got canceled and became champions. Yeah. Only one of us played that. Yeah. Two of us. Two of us, yeah. You're still kind of like an abusive husband with with League of Legends sometimes, though Noah. It really scares me because you're like, yeah. man, you're you you're so great. You're really supportive and everything, but you could lose a few pounds. Yeah, that's when he puts the wife beater shirt on. <laughs> to say like, uh, what are you doing with all my money? Why are you spending it at the supermarket? Yeah. Well, surely they have to know their art style sucks. I mean, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> Just because you have lots of fans doesn't mean that your art style is great. I don't think it's so much that it sucks; it's that it's inconsistent, incoherent. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like there must be two or three or four people doing the art because and there's no quality check. It's like you make one and y'all make one and yeah, cool. Just <laughs> yeah. throw it in. We can model that. Yeah, so little Jimmy down the street came up with this model. <laughs> no, I think it's it's weird. I mean, you go and look at the lore and everything, and there are all these races and stuff. I, I think that's yeah. where it kind of hurts is that you've got these, like, m- the new character, Malhazar, he pretty much went to the desert and went crazy. And he's like this dark individual who summons up dark magics. Then you have that one character who's like a little blue dwarf woman. And she's just like a little cartoon character, you know? You no, mean the like, one that Mark plays all the time? Yeah, the that one, and then the shield bash lady, too. Yeah, they're related. Yeah, oh, they so are? it's like... Bash. like Puppy's story is really cool, but we digress. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's not go down the League of Legends <laughs> path. Darn it, no, no, no. We'll never get out of there. <laughs> Eric, what are the action-adventure games you're looking forward to? So, I didn't see Metroid Other M on the list, or I would have added it, because I'm super excited about that. I need any any small excuse to go through the trilogy that I have sitting on my shelf... <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, so I haven't beaten that yet, and if if I go there and get really hyped up, I'm going to come back and I'm going to go through that, get all ready for this prequel, you know? Um, Hunted, the Demon Forge. Um, oh, that does look good. Yeah, that's like, uh, they describe it as, you know, they, they're they're coming up with like, um, kind of like Gears of War mixed with a fantasy game. Um, but it's got like a, a story written by some famous fantasy writer, and it reminds me a lot of the PS2 PC game called Demon Stone. Which was mm-hmm. written by oh, R.A. Yeah, Salvatore. Rocked. Yeah, so it's you know I want one of those. You know, it's kind of like a beat 'em up adventure game. If there's some skill ups, whatever. But you get this really nice story, and you get to go through and have some fun. Um, Enslaved. The, the more I see of that one, and the more interviews I read. Oh, dang it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, I am so excited about that game. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. So, you know, the Prince of Persia series has a great kind of back and forth between the protagonist and a female character. Um, I'm really excited to see what Enslaved is going to do because you have a smart female character who's trying to escape from some world, and you've got this brutish guy who she's enslaving to get out of there. I, I want to see how they're their relationship develops, how the story progresses, and how you have to work together. So I'm reminded of all of these games, um, like Ico and a bunch of other stuff. I'm super excited for it. Um, it just reminds me of my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Enslaved. <laughs> smart, smart female protagonist, brutish, dumb, lout. <laughs> <laughs> and, and last but not least, this is mostly because of nostalgia, but Splatterhouse. I just want to see. I saw a trailer today for it, and it seems like the story is becoming like um, the mask versus Jason. I mean, I mean, uh, combined with Jason, where the this mask that the guy from Splatterhouse is wearing is what gives him his strength, and he goes through and beats stuff up. I don't know if it's an XBLA title or if it's a full release, and that's really gonna depend on if I pick it up or not. But um, I got the 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 original version on you know the Wii um, shop. And I was super disappointed, you know. So, so anything to kind of like remind me of what Splatterhouse was, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. Cool. Our final genre. The final genre. Is shooter. Ah. Mark, what's on your shooter list? Um, so I guess I called it FPS. Um. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, it's a, that's a form so, of shooter. So there's Rage which looks interesting to me. Um, the art direction looks really cool. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Um, Tron Evolution, just because it's Tron, man. I played yeah. that game so much <laughs> in the arcade. Yeah. Like, And it looks like it combines all the favorites, like the light cycles and the discs and all that. Mm-hmm. And then um, The Force Unleashed 2, I'm curious to see it. I don't expect it to blow my mind or anything. And then Fear 3, um, I think that looks to be pretty cool, so... Those are the ones I'm... I'm surprised you put Fear 3 on there. Really? Yeah. How come? Because the second one sucked. Oh. Oh. I didn't play the second one. Oh. So I guess my lack of... uh, But wasn't that... Wasn't Fear 2 not published by the people who did Fear 1 or something? The expansion packs were. They were made by different teams. And it's so funny because the original developers are like, the expansion packs aren't canon. And so they totally like rewound the storyline that the expansion packs took and did their own version of it and you know that crazy girls running around having babies and as a crazy woman I have a couple other categories after this that you don't you don't consider legitimate but I'd like to cover them after you're done with shooter <laughs> okay <laughs> oh yeah just a little side note about fear 3 I heard I heard that I guess waves of monsters appear and it's because of the contractions of the main enemy since she's having this baby, that these <laughs> enemies are appearing because of her contractions. So well, that's pretty- Are you kidding me? Nope, that's what I heard. That's why I want to see it. That way I won't maybe buy it. We'll see. <laughs> 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 what about you guys? Uh, okay, so I have... First things first, I'm kind of super excited about Monday Night Combat. It's an XBLA title that's kind of like... Um, it's, it's Team Fortress 2, okay, mixed with... Um, did you guys ever play 1 versus 100 on XBLA? Yes. 
Okay. The quiz so, show? Yeah, so it's not really a quiz show, but it's the same philosophy of they're going to run a tournament. So it looks a lot like Team Fortress 2. They they have this cartoony, almost Disney shooter kind of thing. Um, and every Monday night they're going to get together, and you can actually win prizes like in 1 versus 100 for doing well. Cool. So it seems neat. It seems like a fun thing that I know me and my um, real-world friend would, would play the crap out of together, even if we sucked. Wouldn't matter. <laughs> um, and then there's Hardcorps um, Contra, okay, which is another XBLA game uh, that I was super excited for until I saw Necro Machina. And I might have to choose between the two. But this one is another animated up version. So this is Contra, but it's totally animated Japanese up. Wow, that sounds cool. Yeah, you should check out the video. Uh, it will is that probably co- what's coming. platforms that coming out on? Uh, the PS3 network, the PS3 network, and XBLX. Oh, it's a downloadable. Yeah, Sweet. so it's gonna be. It looks it really it's nice. Close by. Yeah. It's gonna be. I, all I have to do is drink a few more of these beers, and I'm gonna buy it. So <laughs> get it out. Um, and then last but not least, Vanquish, which is I think yes, from the I'm creator. Yeah, from the creator of Resident Evil, I think. And it looks crazy. And I saw that trailer before I got my 360, and I said, well, I'm never going to be able to play that. That sucks. But uh, I saw some gameplay. It looks absolutely nuts. But because it's by Resident Evil, even though it won't matter, probably, I have to actually get it in my hands and see how it controls. Because it seems like Japanese shooters, sometimes they just don't get the controls down. And some funky thing happens where I struggle through it the entire thing. So well, it's it's made by the same people who made Bayonetta, and that game's really fun and it's easy to control. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, and that's like a yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. I'm glad you mentioned that because that was on my list as well. And the other game that I'm really looking forward to is Dead Rising or Dead Rising. Well, Dead Rising Two, I'm looking forward to. But it's not a shooter. Uh, Dead Space Two. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I was looking forward to that too. And I didn't put it on your list. Doesn't count, Mark. I know. It's in, sorry. The the original Dead Space is really creepy, very scary. Whereas Alan Wake is not. And <laughs> oh. I, I like Alan Wake, but I was expecting Alan Wake to be scary as well, and it's not. Mm-hmm. But may I may be proven wrong. I remember Eric told me otherwise. But Dead Space Two just looks. Sweet, and it looks, and it takes place in, instead of just taking place on a big spaceship. It takes on a whole, it's a, like a city that's a space station, so it's a lot more variety, and it just looks neat. And when you make monsters out of babies, that's really scary. <laughs> Actually, they're not because the first one had baby monsters. This one has toddler monsters, oh, which I think is creepier. Really scary as the Dante's Inferno babies. Well, it's like spice, oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's like the beginning, Drin's like a. Did you watch that movie? No, I just read about it a little bit. I'd like to see it. And see it. it looks what, what movie? It's a splice. What's, what's that? The oh movie. yeah, okay, okay. Gotcha. Guillermo? Yeah. Del Toro? Yeah. He made that? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I saw that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, no wonder. No wonder everything looks so freaky. <laughs> that's his thing, right? It's like, yeah, totally. Um. So that's all of our. Accepted genres, but Mark apparently has some last-minute additions. Yeah, for the rogue segment of the show. (laughs) So there's a few iPhone apps that I thought were interesting. There's 1942, Ghost and Goblins, and Street Fighter 4 for the iPhone that I want to check out just to see what, like, top-notch games could look like. And then under hardware, uh, I want to check out Project Natal, like, firsthand. 
that's going to be mm-hmm. there. I think you guys. Oh yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Highlight it. So, um, obviously I'm going to act a fool. Like seriously, you're going to see really me waving want- around, having fun, shake my head. <laughs> I really want to see what that looks like. So, um, that's it. I think. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so we are planning on uh, being at E3, and I think we're going to um, probably, probably Noah's going to be busy, um, so we'll With try to... another woman. Yeah, Nintendo <laughs> Joe. So we'll try to pull him in, though, to do some nightly recaps while we're there mm-hmm. and get those online, you know, published up so you can check them out. Um, if we get any film any video or take any pictures or anything like that we'll make yeah. that available and tell you how to yeah. see it got to do a booth bait feature right well that's that's my whole <laughs> that's oh, the only reason yes. you're going to I didn't, that's a different tab on this document <laughs> <laughs> carefully plotted my course um, but yeah I, I'm really looking forward to this we've been talking about going for two years um, Jason was, was the one that got me all fired up to go um, so it's kind of a bummer he's not coming along but Think we'll, I think we'll do a good job of it. We'll report nothing but the truth. That's right. Uh, that that does probably include, you know, Noah um, sleeping, um, you know, surrounded by all the discarded uh, old English 800 bottles after. <laughs> and you know, that's that's to be expected. So I'm okay uh-huh. with having a fully drunk cast. Like I just we just said, guys, and then we go and there is something there, and I just don't know. Where I am right now. Yeah, it'll sound a lot like that. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll report to you on Tuesday night. Woohoo! Monday, Tuesday, whatever Monday, you want to do. Monday, maybe. Yeah. Monday, if we're feeling crazy. Yeah. Right on. Do it. All right. See you guys. Adieu.